Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 10 of Making Changes podcast. Episode 10 already. I can't believe it. Well, we just want to say thank you to all of you who have listened and have messaged us to say how much certain episodes have moved you and helped you go through a change in your life. So as we close out season one of Making Changes, we wanted to do an episode that looks back at all the conversations we've had and and some life lessons that have been learned and shared. And it's been great hearing from our listeners on our Making Changes podcast Instagram account. And here's some of the messages that we received from you on some changes you're ready to make. A change I am ready to make in my life is to become more physically active is to only take on what I can handle. And I really, really want to do the best in everything that I set my mind to. I heard a saying on the radio the other day, and I quote, when a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment around it. Best change you can hope for can only come from God. However, a change in the scenery and perspective can replenish your hope. One thing that I want to change is finding the balance in my everyday schedule. Less overthinking, more trust and faith to God. Also, more planning and sticking to it with the discipline and not insisting on my devotional prayers. In our society, we tend to shame people a lot, and I don't want to do that anymore. It seems that the time of quarantine has really helped people to step back and look at parts of their lives that need changing and improving, especially when it comes to relationships. And speaking of relationships, we're going to do something a little different on this episode. My co-host today is Martin Zerudo, who's going to tell us about the exciting new season for Heart and Soul, another very popular INC Media podcast. Now, Heart and Soul is a podcast about real conversations with people around the world about love and relationships guided by the words of God. So I thought it would be kind of neat for us to reflect back on season one of Making Changes while talking about what we have to look forward to for the new season of Heart and Soul. So join me in welcoming Martin Zerudo. Hey, Martin. Hey, Lou. Man, thank you so much for having me. First of all, congratulations on amazing an amazing season one of making changes thank you really amazing oh you're very welcome no thank you it's 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 refreshing content for all of us who who have yet to kind of look at life in that kind of lens or perspective or filter so it's it's really interesting every single episode and you know since we're on the topic of making changes and and quarantine and pandemic no i was gonna say well here in california where we're from you know things are kind of opening have opened up actually and we're kind of slowly moving back to normalcy if even if that's what we want to call it new normal but i know they're in toronto where you're at you know you guys are still pretty much in quarantine aren't you yeah we're not making any changes at all we're staying <laughs> exactly in the same <laughs> no changes there place. Huh? no changes no change no color changes no zone changes no stage changes we're just uh we're just staying at home changing our clothes i guess is what we're doing <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I think hopefully we'll get there to some shape or form of normalcy. Um, but in terms of those changes, what would you say for yourself in, in the craziness of this past year and a half or so, what, what would has been the biggest change for you? You know, with, when quarantine started right last year, I think, I mean, there's so many statistics that show that, you know, people really got to spend time doing things they wouldn't normally had time to do. So I think for me, the one of the biggest changes is obviously number one, I, I'm spending more time with my family, talking to my 
to my kids more, my husband more. And, you know, thank God we still really, still really like each other. Um, and, you know, I think the biggest change is just also making the conscious effort to actually go for a walk every day, you know, and, and I, that's actually when I really got into podcasts was during the quarantine because going out for the, going out on a walk with the dog and just having more time to, um, for self-improvement things, whether it be really making the time to work out, making the time to journal and, and praying more. Quarantine has really forced us to stop and think about things that we normally didn't have time to think about. For sure. I know you guys are still in quarantine mode, but what has been the biggest change for you this past year, you think? I mean, you're still a newlywed, you know, still I am. newlywed. I we're still in year two. <laughs> year two, a newlywed in quarantine. Yeah. You know, what was that like? So we got married 2019 um, in o 2019 October and then a year and a half of pandemic. So within this pandemic, I got married. Uh, uh, me and my wife, uh, we started off in my bedroom on a twin bed in a townhouse with like seven people. So it was super cramped. And then we moved twice in the pandemic. Uh, and then, and yeah, so uh, it's been a lot of changes. Lots but of what changes. I think, yeah. Lots of changes. But you know what I think I've realized is um, in the love has changed. I think the love between family members, you're, you're around them more often mm. because you're at home, the way that you communicate and the way that you live your individual lives in the same space has affected the way that you interact so much, but, but the love changes because you kind of grow in understanding and definitely in patience, whether mm. it's me and my wife, you know, getting to know each other in this new stage as, as, as a, as a married couple between me and my brothers my sister-in-law me and my parents because we all lived in one space uh, at one point um yeah so the love changed but i think in a positive way because it kind of forces you to to you know to explore areas of your relationship with your parents and your siblings and your family and your friends that you never would have mm -hmm. had this pandemic not forced us in these you know unique living situations or or restrictions or methods of communication. Like I never thought there would be so much value just looking at my friends, like looking at you mm. in this video call, even though um, it's just digital. Yeah. It means something now to so many people because we haven't been able to see each other because you can't fly, you can't travel, you can't go out of your home or your city. So, so yeah, the love has changed, but I think it, it only enhances and kind of makes you, you know, just realize how special the physical time face-to-face mm -hmm. -face time and and the ability to spend time with people um how much that really matters i think when you say the love has changed it the love has made us d definitely more grateful for the people that we still do have in our lives you know um for both of us, we're, we're blessed. Both sets of our parents are still alive and with us. And so I think, you know, during the pandemic, my, my parents are both retired and they live three blocks away from me with my sister. And so, you know, they really couldn't leave their home for a long time. And, you know, there was such a protectiveness that we then take on when it comes to our, our elderly loved ones, right? And so I think overall, the loss of life has made so many people just change in perspective and gratitude and appreciation, you know, and making time to actually to think about that, Definitely. you know, and, and for us in our family prayers, we often say that, you know, may we never take for granted 
any of your blessings, whether it be the small blessings or big blessings, because there's really no small blessing for sure. Since tomorrow is never is never promised. And a great way to kind of appreciate and never take for granted those kind of blessings is just being able to talk about it. Yes. Talk about it with somebody who maybe has never heard of those blessings that you've gone through or that you've received. And so when it comes to the Making Changes podcast and those kind of conversations um, and the blessings that your guests discussed, what, what would you say, or do you have a favorite conversation or episode about those kind of perspectives and blessings? Gosh, you know, after every episode, we always say, man, that was that's my, that's my favorite episode. That's you know, the best but one. <laughs> that's the best one, right? And um, and I think that's what's been so great. The blessing of this podcast is we, you know, in one season we tackled, you know, kind of some may say really, uh, really uh, depressing types of subjects, whether it be grief, death, chronic illness, homeschooling your kids as a, as teacher moms. You know, our most recent one is moving away from home and college. I think that it's not really so much that they're really depressing, but rather topics or conversations that not a lot of people are having because they're hard, because they're sad, right. because they, they make you sad, right? This quarantine has forced us to face these feelings that we normally wouldn't have faced in our everyday hustle and bustle of life. Right. So I think every single one is a favorite episode simply because it's a conversation that we need to have. Maybe some people may not want to listen to it right now because it's too heavy, but when that time in their life comes that they're going to have to face grief, we hope they remember, oh, wait a minute, Making Changes did an episode on that. Let, let me take a listen, you know, and it'll still be there and it'll still be right, irrelevant. Right. But talking about relevancy, I think our most recent episode about, you know, being strong Christians while away in college, I think for me was, uh, is, is a favorite one because I've got two college kids here at home. They're, they, they're not moving away from home, but they're at home. And I, I mm -hmm. really, um, and they listen to it. I wanted them to listen to it. And I also, I think because of, you know, just where I am in my stage in life, where I have a lot of friends who are right now facing the empty nest um, phase, right? So I just really feel like that episode is a favorite because it's going to help so many people. You know, for sure. You know, there's so many different methods of saying goodbye, different ways in which you've had to say goodbye, especially in this mm -hmm. last year and a half, but particularly with that episode where you're saying goodbye to your kids because they're transitioning to another stage mm -hmm. in their life. What are some of the fears that you have as a mom knowing that eventually they're going to want to have to leave the nest and venture off and, and start that next phase? You know, as a parent, there's so many different fears depending on the stage of the child, right? So I think right now with where they are in their lives, you know, I've told them this directly too, is that sometimes the fear is um, they end up being a person that we don't even recognize anymore. Like, wow, you've changed mm. so much. I don't know who you are. Is this the child we raised? Are they going to remember everything we've tried to teach them spiritually um, when it comes to faith, when it comes to values, when it comes to dealing with people, when it comes to dealing with problems? You know, because this generation of kids, they, they've grown up with, you know, everything they could ever need and, and, and want in life, right? Versus, for example, the way my husband and I grew up, right? We, we you know, they always say it with every generation, the parents always want to give their kids more than they ever had. Yeah. So I think the fear is for them to um, take for granted what they have um, 
and, and, and not take time to look at the blessings and only focus on what they don't have. Because for me, if you have gratitude, you have gratitude to God, you have gratitude to those you love, that is more powerful than whatever struggle or suffering you're going through. Because gratitude is what will ground you back, pull you back, rein you in to really stepping back and having perspective of like, man, I am still blessed. Definitely, I may be going through A, B, C, and D, but look at the overall picture. I am so blessed. So one of my biggest fears is my kids won't have grit in life <laughs> and easily break. Right. And um, not be able to know how to handle struggles and failures. So that's it. Strength, right? I, I always pray for strength for them and to make the right decisions and to always choose wisely. Definitely. And so many lessons that you did. Lesson of gratitude, lesson of strength. Um, were there any other lessons or was there one lesson when it came to your guests or a conversation that you had for, uh, on making changes that really helped you? Or did those conversations really support those lessons of gratitude and of strength and of resilience? Um you know, I think with every episode, even though our guests didn't necessarily all know each other, right? But if you listen to their stories, their stories are so similar in a sense where, yeah, I was a nurse in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I was hard. I was worried. You know, my kid got sick. I was worried. Am I going to get the, the virus? And that, But I just made sure I prayed before my shift, after my shift. And then I just had that confidence. Or another episode, you know, yeah, you know, I was diagnosed with cancer as a 10 year old. Yeah, it was hard. I went through this, 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 but I prayed and I knew that God was with me. So now I was much braver than I thought I was going to be. So resilience, you know, I, I think resilience and bravery and courage, the number one, it comes in different shapes or forms. But at the end of the day, no matter what the person's life context is, it's the faith of that person, how it grows and develops, but that every challenge that our guests went through, even though it was hard at first, in the end, they were thankful for it. Nice. And, you know, it's funny, there's so many more stories of, of thankfulness out there. And so when you look back at this first season of Making Changes, what would you say you've been most thankful for? And what do you have to look forward to for the next season? Honestly, I'm just thankful that people were willing to sit down and talk. <laughs> And um, some of them we met for the first time, you know, on the podcast. Um, I was just thankful that people were willing to share their stories and that I'm thankful that uh, we have this platform. We have this platform to talk about things that are hard conversations, you know, that maybe people aren't having within their small circles. But if it means that they can listen to this podcast and get the advice that they can get while they quietly struggle, then I feel like we've, you know, this, this podcast has done its job and really strengthened people's faith, strengthened, um, strengthened, you know, uh, their resilience and their courage and, and, and faith, faith in God overall. Martin, what was your favorite episode of Making Changes? Uh-oh, now we're going to test you. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I have to say the most recent one only because it just makes me recall a time. So I went to college uh, two times um, for two completely different majors, um, none of which I'm really doing, <laughs> but that's okay. That's a different story. It's a different podcast episode. But I remember I didn't really, 
I didn't really like have a set group of friends. I didn't really always hang out with only, you know, Hey, you want to hang out after class? Like I was just there for the course, take the class, take the test, whatever. And then, and then leave, right. Take the exam and then leave, hand in the assignment, then leave, go to the lecture and then leave the last day of, of college. They're like, Hey, we are all graduating from this program. Now, do y'all want to go to the restaurant and, and, and eat? So I was like, okay, cool. I'll go. I don't really hang out with those people, but I went, I went, I'm like, okay, I'm going to see these guys again, probably. So let's just, let's all eat. And like, I'm just, we're all having fun. And I'm like, okay, I'll loosen up. And I'm making some jokes and they're laughing and they turn to me and they're like, Martin, man, like how come you didn't hang out with us more during these last four years? Right. And for a second, I, I was like, you know what? I should have, right? Because this is so much fun. But then it made me realize sitting there in that restaurant, like my goal was never to create friends. like a new or find a new mm. community of friends or nothing wrong with making those connections. There's nothing wrong with relying on each other to get through the challenges of post-secondary life, whether in mm -hmm. university, a community, a trade school, whatever. It's hard. And it's obviously you're in the trenches together for four years. So you're seeing these people going through the same thing. So you rely on one another. But for me, I already had that. I had that with my brothers and sisters at church. I had that with my loved ones and my friends in the Church of Christ. I had that. So it was like, but I guess I didn't really need to do that. And then the second time I went to university, I did even mm. less. I, I barely <laughs> talked to anybody else. And I just went to, to go to class. And then I left because, you know, so when I listened to that episode where one person mm -hmm. went to Korea, another was moving so they can go to the University of San Francisco, uh, you can really tell from one of the guests the one who's about to go to university, she's like excited, you know, yeah. wide eyed and super excited and ready to go. And the other one who has already gone through that experience is very much more wise. And it was like, yeah, you yes. know, this is what you see around you. There's a drinking culture yes. in Korea and everybody's going out all the time. And I totally relate to her because that was never, that doesn't really, it's not really your mm -hmm. objective. It's like one of those things that they sell you like, Hey, college is going to be the best years yeah. of your life. And you're going to have new experiences. No, that's a, that's a really great point you know as members of the church i think that's one of the most beautiful things about being part of our you know inc family is is that we already have that right we we have that we we have that in our different local congregations i'm yeah. glad you bring that up because and that was one of our questions in the podcast is how crucial is it to have friends in the church while you're in college you know because i think that's one of the things that if you don't have that if you don't find that community in the church, you know, with, with like-minded Christian, young other, young Christian friends, you're going to go look, go look for it elsewhere. Uh, lucky for you and me that we had that because we didn't need the college experience to provide that sense of community for us. Absolutely. And, and I just want to point out, there will never be a moment for anybody in this world who ends up going to college or university where you will be a hundred percent prepared. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you know, the uh, not directly related to college, but, you know, your whole thing about looking, you know, uh, looking for answers and, and you know, and, and, and being confused in life, whether it be in college or just life in general, you know, th th our very first episode, Knowing the True God with um, Ahmad and um, Naima, that was you know, I'm so glad we started the season with that episode because it was really profound. You really talk about seekers, right? People who, siblings who um, didn't know the other one was seeking, right? But just, you know, we, everyone is going mm -hmm. through something. Everyone is going through something. And I think, you know, listening to, you know, they're definitely one of my favorite episodes, listening to these two siblings who absolutely adore each other, 
absolutely respect each other. And just that act of right. love, right, that Ahmad, you know, shared with his sister that totally completely changed her life. That was really profound to kind of sit back and listen to them talk about it and reflect and recount what that time of their life was like. And, you know, and I think with, with this show, we, that we do a lot of reflecting, <laughs> we do a lot of reflecting <laughs> and a lot of reflecting on things that some people may not have actually spent time thinking about, you know, and, and, you know, even the episode with brother Donald Pinock and his son, brother Daniel, you know, they're in two opposite you know, ends of the world. But when they were talking for the podcast, it's like they were right there and just picking up from where they left off because they already have such a strong bond. But, you know, and it's, it's, again, it's those conversations that if people aren't having them, we hope they do. We hope they have them. We hope they have that conversation with their dad or their mom because they listened to the sweet and honest and, and, and really loving conversation that Brother Donald and Brother Daniel had, you know? So there's so many... And if right. like with Ahmad and uh, Naima, you know, hopefully, you know, someone actually messaged us and said, hey, because of that podcast, I reached out to my brother who I haven't talked to. Yes. No way. Yes. I reached out That's to my amazing. brother who I haven't talked to in a while. So mm -hmm. I was like, wow, OK, that, you know, didn't think that was going to be one of the the one of the um, impacts of it, the results of it. But praise God, right, that it, it was able to have that kind of impact on people. So what do you have coming up for next season? Well, we don't have all the episodes lined up yet, but we, we are hoping to explore topics like, you know, conversations for women in the workforce. You know, how do you assert yourself as a competent and confident woman, but still as a God-fearing servant of God? Like, how do you do that in the workplace? So we're hoping to get a mentor and a mentee since this is really what, what the show is about. And also we're hoping to explore conversations and how people have dealt with racism you know, on any or any kind of prejudice that um, people may be experiencing and still be an honorable Christian through it all. Um, and, you know, honestly, I don't know how many seasons we'll have with the show, but there are endless conver hard conversations that are waiting to be told and heard and, uh, and, and God willing, it can help so many more people out there. As we close out our season one, you're starting your new season of Heart and Soul. Yes, ma'am. And I know you have so many fans, Heart and Soul hardcore fans that are just waiting to hear what new, what new conversations they're going to be listening to. So what, what's up for this new season of Heart and Soul? You know, speaking of reflecting, the, the show has been around for over five Has years it been now. five years? And, uh, Oh my goodness. Over five years now. And shout out to Lois Paula, who started was a, out with an you. Original yeah, co host yeah. of mine for the podcast. And, you know, five years later, we're still talking about love. Hey, that <laughs> is still uh, talking that about topic will never go out of style. Never, because, uh, you know, somebody falls in love and gets their heart broken every <laughs> single day, you know, <laughs> and for members of the Church of Christ, especially in 2021. Um, speaking of love mm. changing, oh man, talk about how much it's changed the method of communicating how we feel communicating how we don't feel how that relates to romantic feelings to feelings between friends between you know somebody who has a different uh belief or faith than you um and so in terms of our next season some of the topics that we cover dear future husband dear future wife 
was a, an amazing social media post that we put on our on at INC Media News Instagram account where we just asked, hey, leave a message to your future husband or future wife. You may you may find someone. They may be able to look back on this one day when you find that special uh, uh, person. And and what I hear through the grapevine is that there were a couple of uh, couples that were formed from that dear future husband, dear future wife uh, post. Yes, I did hear that as well. So we turned an episode around, or we created an episode around that conversation of of the kind of person you hope mm-hmm. to find and and the role your faith and 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 trust in God plays in finding you know the the one who who God intends for you to be with going back to that question of um, change you know in just perspective in social media I, I think more so now it's not even so much the influence of movies but just social media in general um, people's friends mm-hmm. right people's um, do you find that those who are not in relationships and because of social media, they see, you know, their other friends who are in relationships or who are getting engaged and they're not. Do you think that in itself actually has a stronger impact on people more than your usual Hollywood movies? For sure. Because there's this concept of FOMO, right? You watch a movie once in a while great. You might feel like, man, I wish I was the leading person in that movie. I wish I was going through what they're going through. But then when now in 2021, you go through your phone and it's like, what, six hours a day where you're seeing what everybody else is doing that you feel like either you should be doing or you're missing out yeah. on, you know, fear of yeah. missing out. And a lot of that when we're talking about relationships definitely falls under FOMO of wanting to be with someone as well, because all my other friends are with with people. And so one of our episodes is, is God leading you into a relationship. And, and one of the topics, or sorry, that topic mm-hmm. really addresses, you know, the process in which you're finding out who this person is, whether or not you guys are a good fit. Are you forcing it? Mm. Or is, you know, is God showing you red flags? Yeah. Because it's funny when we talk about the things that we pray for and things kind of just falling into place, you know, God didn't force you into a, a good position or a good part in your life. He didn't force you into a great job. He didn't force you into a good place in your life. So why would he force you into a relationship? And yet we see that happening all the time where two people are like, ah, I don't know if this is going to work out, but let's just keep going. Let's just, yeah. let's just figure it out as we go along. But why yeah. force it when every other blessing in your life that came from God wasn't forced? That's what I love about heart and soul is because you, you know, there are questions that provoke thought that really make you go, hmm, you know, that really make you stop and, and think and, 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 and reassess, right? Reassess your actions, mm-hmm. reassess your feelings, uh, reassess your relationship um, in a way that is, you know, still of, of Christian value and Christian in nature versus listening to what the world is telling you to do. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and, and, you know, these conversations, they happen already you know, at a bus stop, they happen in a coffee shop, maybe not so much right now during the pandemic, but they happen. And, and there's so much insight that you can gain from that. Now, imagine if you had that conversation and there was a minister there to yes. provide biblical verses to contextualize God's teachings and the things that you're going through every single day. 
and you know, five years and running, that's what Heart and Soul has been able to do is really take those day to day conversations you're already having, and adding that spiritual guidance to steer us in the right direction. Yeah, and I think that's, that's what's so great about it is that you at the end of every episode is that you do have that spiritual guidance, and it feels like the minister is right there next to you. I mean, they're in your ear. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 it mm-hmm. has, it's such a, you know, you've provided such an intimate setting when it comes to uh, to the listeners and to um, the, where they really feel like they are the subject, you know, they are the, they, that the advice being given on the show is specifically for them and to them. So kudos Definitely. to the heart and soul team. And I just want to say, thank you. Thank you so much. But you know what, at the end of the day, kudos to the church administration. Yes. Really, I mean, for all the different ways and platforms that this could have been addressed, they've allowed us to use podcasts so that whoever may be listening to this episode or right now, wherever you may be mm-hmm. around the world, hopefully in whatever stage you are in life, that this content is, is helpful yeah. to you, that's inspiring to you. And I just want to say, you know, whether it's heart and soul or making changes, the intent of the content that we created INC Media Services is the same. And that our content is just a method of providing inspiration so that they can have a stronger and healthier relationship with God and his teachings. So whether it's heart and soul making changes, the solution, you know, I'm very thankful that it's 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 able to exist in the platform and in the world that is INC Media Services and Sebsi because that's that's why we wake up in the morning and and produce the content that we produce is is to be of service to to people like whoever may be listening. We are just we are so so blessed and we are indebted. Really, you're right. We are so indebted to the church administration for allowing us to have all these shows and all these platforms and to be able to reach out to brethren all around the world in whatever stage they're going through or whatever season they're going through in life. Well, thank you so much, Martin Zerudo, for taking the time to have a heart, to have a heart and soul conversation with me. (laughs) Thank you so much, Martin. You are truly, um, a joy to work with and a friend I love to chat with. So thanks for making the time and the new season of Heart and Soul. I will definitely be listening. Thank you so much. So everyone, be sure to tune in on the new season of Heart and Soul, which you can listen to the INC Media app or Google or Apple Podcasts. And even though we we are taking a break from the Making Changes podcast, be sure to follow us on our Instagram account, Making Changes Podcast, for updates on when season two will begin. See you next season. And thanks for listening. And may your change uplift you.